Chapter One, Trophy Wigs. Flush with conversation, there are mothers out there who complain that they can't get their kids to talk with them, but I don't understand that. Frankly, I find it a cinch. All I have to do is go into the bathroom. Picture yourself sitting in there with the door shut, looking for a little privacy. After all, your mother didn't raise you in a barn. Yet, a few rather personal moments later, the door swings open and there's your six-year-old daughter, the one who at breakfast stared at the cereal box and hummed while you tried to talk with her about her friends, her shoes, her cat, anything. Now she's staring at you, wide-eyed, but not because she stumbled into the bathroom at a rather indelicate maternal moment. No, she's wide-eyed because she wants advice about how to extricate her little neighbor friend's parakeet from another little friend's dog's mouth. Unfortunately, she's brought the problem with her: dog, parakeet, both friends, all of whom are staring too wide-eyed, except the parakeet. As you shove the door shut, you realize that the parakeet is just a stuffed toy. Yet you're sure anyway that you can hear it moaning in a combination of terror and humiliation. You know just how the parakeet feels too. For some reason, this kind of thing doesn't seem to happen much to dads. But the real problem for moms is not that these kind of things happen to us, but that we fail to see them as an opportunity. Yes, an opportunity. Try this: go into your bathroom, lock the door, run some tap water, hum a little. This won't work if your kids think you're faking. Before you know it, your children will have flocked outside the bathroom door. The little click of the lock being a siren song to them, they will be hollering to you such things as, "Moira's got new pink sneakers. Can I get some too?" Or, "At lunch today, I traded that healthy tofu on rice sandwich you packed for me for a fried bologna burrito. Is that okay?" Voila, your kids are talking to you. Wasn't that easy? The downside, of course, is that you'll find yourself limiting visits to the bathroom for actual reasons of nature to say when your kids are at school. During these times, the little dears' ears will perk up, but they will restrain themselves from running out of the building and coming back home, or at least their teachers will restrain them. Most days, I admit that summers, spring breaks, and sick days are problematic with my method. However, there are other ways aside from the bathroom method, the traffic method, for instance. I like to save my children's art projects, the ones they stuff to the bottom of their backpacks, along with apple cores and rocks and damp socks. If I pull out the projects and coo over them at dinner and beg, "Please, oh please, tell me all about this," my kids just shrug and stare dumbly. So I've developed a new approach. Once I've collected several weeks' worth of drawings and clay pots and pipe cleaner figurines, I load them and my kids into the back seat of my car. Then I take us for a drive, making sure that we get enmeshed into some really gnarly traffic. Sure enough, soon my little dears are saying, "Mom, mom, mom, turn around and look." At that point, they'll carefully point out and discuss the various parts of the art project in the order they made it. My kids still believe I do have eyes in the back of my head, so they think I'm really seeing all they're showing me. I'm having teeny tiny video cams mounted in the back of my car next week, so I can watch later what they've so earnestly demonstrated.
This isn't because driving and twisting to look in the back seat is a dangerous combination. This is because if I did turn around to look, they'd suddenly drop the stuff and stare out the windows. You see, the trick to getting your kids to talk with you is to make them think you aren't really listening. And if you get in enough practice now, these diversionary tactics will continue to work for a lifetime. I envision myself, about 12 years from now, going into the bathroom with my portable phone receiver and locking the door, turning on the tap water, humming. Sure enough, the phone will ring. I'll answer, dewy-eyed with the knowledge that my kids aren't so busy with college or work or whatever that they can't spare a few precious moments to chat with dear old mom. And they'll say, Hi, Mom. I'm kind of short on cash right now, so I was wondering... Hey, I never claimed my techniques would result in conversations that were actually interesting.